It's Thursday, August 11, 2022. In South Korea's capital region, a deluge, turning Seoul's busy streets into rivers. South Korea, the latest victim of climate-intensified, deadly flash floods. Last month, one of the hottest Julys ever recorded. Tell me about it. Plus, protesters gathering outside factories like Heineken and Coca-Cola, demanding they reduce water use and redirect it to citizens. Mexico declares state of emergency over intensifying persistent drought. All of that intensification and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snark comment. Among other things, the bill provides tax credits to boost solar panels, batteries, and other technologies, and also makes it costly to emit methane. Slight hitch on that last one. From now on, you have to pay a $10 toll every time you fart. (laughs) Damn it. This is your Green News Report. Don't worry, there's going to be an easy pass. You're not going to like where it goes. Okay, Desi Doyen, I thought we passed the climate bill. I thought this was all supposed to be solved by now. (laughs) We haven't passed it yet, and no, it is not solved by now. Damn it. South Korea this week is the latest country to be hit with record rainfall and deadly flash floods. The capital city of Seoul was deluged with as much as 18 inches of rain in a single day, triggering catastrophic flash floods that killed at least 10 people. Another thousand-year flood. They keep coming. Day after day after day. The flooding inundated homes, roads, and subways and cut power, forcing hundreds to evacuate. South Korea's president cited climate change in calling for improvements to the country's flood management system. Good. But rain is a precious commodity in Europe, now in the grip of one of its worst droughts ever recorded. Barge traffic on waterways is effectively halted in some regions as rivers run dry due to weeks of baking temperatures and scant rainfall, disrupting transport of goods worth $80 billion a year to regional economies. Officials in Britain warn that the country is on the brink of a vegetable shortage because crops have been ravaged by the summer heat wave. In Mexico, much of the northern part of the country is under extreme drought, forcing officials to implement water rationing in major cities and water deliveries by truck. Just a little preview of what may be coming your way soon. NBC reports that anger is growing in the region over multinational beverage companies with bottling plants like Coca-Cola and Heineken that are extracting billions of liters of water from public reservoirs. NASA scientist Benjamin Cook confirms that, yes, this is climate change. Droughts and intense droughts and, and drying trends are all very consistent with what we expect with, with climate change. So these big beverage companies are just taking the public's water, selling it off, and meanwhile, the public doesn't have enough actual water to drink? Exactly. Brilliant. Meanwhile, Europe's climate monitor, Copernicus, announced that July 2022 was the third hottest July globally since record-keeping began in the 1880s. Only the third? Only the third. Summer 2022 is likely to rank as one of the three hottest years on record globally and has unleashed deadly extreme weather disasters across the globe. 
A new study warns global warming is also facilitating the spread of tropical diseases. Oh, great. A new study published this week finds that man-made climate change is already worsening the impact of diseases like Zika, malaria, and COVID-19 on human health. You are nothing but good news today. In other news, while we await passage in the U.S. House of the Democrats' landmark Inflation Reduction Act, the biggest climate legislation in U.S. history, the New York Times reports on a massive trove of internal documents that have revealed a well-funded, coordinated campaign among Republican state treasurers across the country to use government authority and taxpayer dollars to protect the fossil fuel industry. Of course. The state treasurers are coordinating efforts to punish companies seeking to reduce their carbon emissions by shifting away from fossil fuel investments. One example, the Republican treasurer of West Virginia announced that he will retaliate against banks that refuse to finance coal projects by barring them from state government contracts. Elected officials using the government to go after private companies if they dare take action on climate change. That's exactly what they're doing. Wow. Finally, some good news. A sunken oil rig owned by Taylor Energy off the coast of Louisiana has been spewing oil into the Gulf of Mexico since 2004. Taylor Energy is now liquidating to pay over $400 million in cleanup costs. And in Australia, newly elected Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has set a new legally binding national target to cut greenhouse gas emissions 43 percent by 2030. It's Australia's most meaningful climate legislation in decades. Elections have consequences. Indeed, they do. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. La, 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 la.